Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, a place where the Elder Scrolls community can come together to discuss the boundaries of our knowledge about the universe of the Elder Scrolls. I'm adjusting my camera a little bit. It's a little bit last minute to be doing that, but it's fine because we are here live. Details, details. We are here live on the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. I'm your host, Tom, or Robots, and I am here, as always, with or at least as always so as of the last i don't know as four or five weeks recently. now it's been it's yeah it's pretty recent but yeah it's almost like i'm a regular <laughs> as, as a, a regular lotus of doom how's it going lotus it's going pretty well it's going pretty well nice nice welcome back um we are live as always it is thursday night at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific and we are at twitch.tv slash robots radio with our regular gang of of ne'er-do-wells in chat i guess if that's what i don't know we need a name for you guys ne'er-do-wells isn't probably one the one i should be calling everybody probably not great (laughs) (laughs) i'd give it a hard pass on (laughs) ne'er-do-wells ne'er-do-wells uh uh, troublemakers um (laughs) whatever whatever we should be calling you guys uh and some and some new people popping in and uh all sorts of gift subs already going out you guys are amazing um (laughs) the worshipers i don't know i don't know what you're worshiping i hope you're not worshiping our topic this week because well, we could be a Daedric cult. Um, there you go. Yeah. To be fair, I always carry around with me uh, the cult of the Guar. Um, so cult we got another cult going. The, the, mm-hmm. Those are technically weary travelers. Weary travelers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We could do we could do the whole travelers thing. Uh, there's another uh, popular podcast that that did that pretty mm-hmm. pretty well. So I don't know if we want to steal that one. Um, how about? Uh, mm, I mean, we could be the Daedric cult of the robot. That would be weird, but mm-hmm. eh, who knows? I mean, there are robots in in. Elder Scroll, uh, you've got like the Dwemer con- constructs. They're basically robots, yeah, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, maybe we're some sort of Dwemer Our cult. Mighty, so I was gonna, well, we <laughs> could give people names like Centurions, or we could give them Spheres. Like. Spheres. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of weird, creepy, Daedric stuff, we have a wonderful episode for today, because we're talking about hollow jack and uh, lotus and i were discussing potential topics for this week's episode with halloween coming up and where we've been diving more into creepy stuff and we've covered a lot of the um the low-hanging fruit vampires and werewolves and all that kind of stuff right zombies Mm -hmm. but we're getting a little bit more into the more obscure details of the lore which of course is where all the juiciest stuff is and hollow jack came up and lotus was like what about hollow jack and i'm like what, what hollow jack what i don't know much <laughs> about hollow jack what what is there about hollow jack well hollow jack is actually really cool um yes very weird <laughs> very weird this is an elder scrolls online thing there's a there are some callbacks to some other details in some of the other games but for the most part this is um a character that exists in the Elder Scrolls Online game and expansions yeah, more than I, it does I, the I, other so, mainline ones. Right. I, I had never encountered Holojack until the Witches Festival event was brought into ESO four years ago, I want to say now. And four then, years? Yeah. yeah, I think it's been four years. I think I think this will be the fourth one because it wasn't there at launch. Um, no events were. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, it was a very but, brand new MMO without without those things built out yet. Yeah, it was a rough first year, year and a half. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I believe this is, I think it's the fourth year. It could be the fifth, I suppose. But um, yeah, this is the first time I had heard about Holojack was with the Holojack motif style and all these references to this character that i had literally never heard of before (laughs) yeah so here let's let's jump right into this i'm going to pull up a picture on stream and if you are not currently watching live you can always go look up the uh, video version of our podcast on the robots radio youtube channel there's links in the show notes and that right there my friends is hollow jack he's a very creepy looking fellow in a hood with what appears to be a uh glowing orange eyes and orange mouth he's uh, I would say the best uh, 
way to explain this would be to say he's kind of a cross between Scarecrow from Batman and a Jack-O-Lantern. So that, that's pretty, pretty accurate, actually. Um, that's pretty accurate. And the some of the uh, rune boxes, I think they're called, but basically some of the event goodies that you can get are like the pumpkin specter mask and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that lends credence to it even more because there's a scarecrow mask and stuff like that. And that's, uh, that's all. I, it's funny. I, I'm the only time I really specifically note it is uh, for some reason that is like a huge thing for PVP when you're in Cyrodiil. Yeah. That's what people wear. I, I don't know. People just huh. love that because it's <laughs> creepy. And then, you know, you don't want to be hunted maybe, down by because, a guy yeah, who looks like that. Yeah, that's my only guess. But like a lot of groups I run in when it's when it's like a pug um, Zerg or something like that, they'll always be like five or six people running around in that that outfit style. So it's just kind of like that. I don't know. I'm not sure if there's some deeper meaning to that or whatever, but it's just something I've noticed because it is a pretty cool style, to be fair. It's it's pretty creepy. Yeah, I'm pulling that up on the screen right here. This is the uh, the outfit style that you can get in the game yeah. with its its light, medium, and heavy armor variants. Um, I think the light one looks the coolest. Yeah, so uh, to describe this for the people listening, it has that kind of um, sack mask. Like It almost looks like a... I don't know, like, what would you call it? Like a harvesting sack, something you put a bunch yeah, of, like, so, corn in or something. Right, it, it's actually kind of similar to the whole thing that we've been seeing a lot of with the um, Reachman vibe yes. that's been going on this year. Yeah, Burlap Sack, like, thank you, Fragile. Show. Right, if yeah. you look at, um, I don't actually know how to pronounce her last name, but Mama C, the, <laughs> the boss from... Uh, the Ice Dungeon that came out with the first DLC... Uh, oh wait, is it called Ice Reach? Yeah, I'm having a brain fart. Yeah, so anyways, Ice Reach. Um, So with that dungeon, it's very much, this is going to either land the mark or completely go over people's heads because they're a pretty dated band, but uh, there were a lot of jokes (laughs) about it looking like Slipknot. Uh (laughs) And this also has the same type of vibe with like the wooden or burlap sack mask like you were saying yep yep a hood um and then glowing uh, orange the orange glowing parts of this outfit are on the armor pieces so like the chest and the shoulders the hip yep. pieces the belts uh some of the leg leg places and then everything else is a very uh dark kind of dark green dark gray dark brown kind of color uh, going on so dark and then glowing is is kind of the uh, impression I get from this um, yeah very much so I, I can see so. why somebody would use this as a like something to wear when they're trying to intimidate their enemies because it's mm-hmm. you know, it looks kind of haunting um, yeah for sure yeah and in chat they're mentioning things like um, the uh, headless horseman uh, children of the cathedral <laughs> uh, <laughs> like uh, the pumpkin stuff the fall motif all of these things kind of play into this design uh, from our own world and also you know in a world like Elder Scrolls where you have seasons and it's fall so you're gonna have things like harvesting and and those kinds of things and uh, it makes sense these you know these are typical things that we see in the world due to the time of year, but also the play on like the glowing eyes and the dark hooded figure who's hard to make out from a distance, you know, all of those things play into natural fears. So that's, that's, that's what we've got going on here. Now let's talk about hollow Jack in a little bit more detail. His actual name is ha le Zek, which H H a dash L U G H dash Z H E K. Um, but is generally pronounced Hollowjack or Lord Hollowjack. And he's a, a, a dread Daedra Lord. He's kind of like a med, major Daedric Lord who isn't quite a Daedric Prince. So he's not quite up there on the scale of, say, Hermaeus Mora or uh, Molag Ball or somebody like yep. that. But he's still a significant... Uh, factor when it comes to what may be malevolent forces in the universe and he's more like the lord of scamps <laughs> yeah lord of scamps he's still a malevolent guy he's still pretty powerful yeah. and compared to a mortal is going to be you know some something to uh, worry about um now he is the lord of a specific demiplane of oblivion named detritus and i love the name detritus <laughs> because it just sounds like it's just like garbage or something uh spewn into into you know the blackness of space so 
Let's go into detritus because I think this is going to give yes. us a little bit of background before we get more into the details of Holojack. So de- detritus is a ghastly demiplane of oblivion um, <laughs> lorded over by Holojack, the lord of mortal fears. It has been described as a half world and is a realm filled with untold horrors every year during the witches festival, which it's time for again on the 13th Uh of frostfall the portals between nern and detritus open and gruesome items from this realm flood the markets of tamriel hollowjack derives his supernatural power by metaphysically feeding on the fears of mortals and his realm is dedicated to this singular purpose so are you guys creeped out yet Well, we've got more. Uh, Detritus is described as a claustrophobic series of small spaces cluttered and jammed with piles of mortals lost and broken personal items. Holojack frivols there among his collection and shattered memories, categorizing and classing and replaying them to find new vulnerabilities in the mortal mind. There is no outside on detritus, only room after room of recurring nightmares and internal torments. According to Holojack, this is because mortals fear most what is inside themselves. Now, Lotus, I've been on a kick lately with my wife watching like creepy TV shows and movies and stuff. And we got into The Haunting of Bly Manor. Have you watched any of these haunting movies on Netflix? I have not. I've heard of them, but mm-hmm. I have not actually seen them. Yeah, they, they get some mixed reviews. Some people are more into them, and then some pe- people are less into them. They're, they're, they are the kinds of shows that, you know, like, The Haunting of Bly Manor is, like, nine episodes long. And it's less about, like, gore and disturbing imagery. And it's more mm-hmm. about just creepiness. And, and one of the things that happens, without any real spoilers, is that some of the characters are haunted by like legitimate ghosts and like super paranormal stuff right but some of them are haunted by their own memories and you don't know until a certain point in the show which is which um so this idea that mortals are in some ways more haunted by the things within themselves their own guilts their own fears that that are Mm -hmm. manifest inside their own minds is is really kind of cool because that ties into that whole that whole theme so interesting any thoughts on this place so far so it's it's funny because to me it it seems almost like uh, the best way i can explain it is it, like if you were with vermina and Qua- like her realm of quagmire mm-hmm. it almost seems like a lesser version of what she does to people because she feeds off nightmares and yeah. pe- people's fears and it's like okay and then we have this dude who does that to a lesser extent yeah very specifically around so it's it's just it, it's it's funny because it's similar but a little different and it's almost like hollowjack himself is just the personification of this instead of having like this be their be all end all daedric realm type of deal right right and it's almost like a, a subset of that a feeding mm-hmm. on nightmares is is a state of dreams this is almost oh, right he's feeding off of um the things inside mortals and their collection of of items and things the things that they keep the things they find sacred the things they collect uh and it's, maybe it's more of like a collection thing the things that they physically or mentally hold on to and then yeah. he's using those against us so it's different than say a nightmare because a nightmare can be completely right. fantastical it has nothing to do yes. with what is currently existing around us at all um, but right. this is more of the the things that we collect in our daily lives which is an interesting difference yeah for sure i actually um it is it, it, it that's the perfect way to put it it's almost like a subset of what vermina herself is like her realm is and everything like that it's like it's i guess in the terms of the literal definition of detritus it's so you just get the, the extra junk from quagmire it's like well he gets his own realm now it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like the garbage pail pail of yeah, it's like the garbage I mean, chute goes to his realm out right because yeah. his realm has no outside and it's literally made of trash right <laughs> so, right <laughs> lots of yeah. rooms of trash right so no it's it's, it's kind of neat and um just that connection there seems like if they expect because there isn't a ton, a ton on Holojack, but if he gets expanded upon more going down the lines, I almost wonder if there is more of a connection to Vermina than maybe they've just 
explored yet whether or not they've decided like oh yeah you know they do kind of yeah have this because a lot of the daedric lords usually have a daedric master which would be a daedric prince like they have a connection to someone right so and the daedric princes often reside over more than just say their their main plane exactly they, they, they have control realms, over pocket and, realms and other yep. other parts of oblivion that may not be part of their main Domain. exactly so yeah. we could see more from hollow jack that they expand more and more as you know they flesh him out him her it whatever hollow jack is whatever this thing is this this <laughs> yeah. ghastly thing burlap sack thing yeah, burlap burlap sack face um well it goes on it says uh, relics are commonly taken from his realm which include things like dangerous skulls flame skulls and wrath lanterns eerie horses sentient wolves are sometimes summoned from his realm to be used as mounts although some maintain that these creatures are simply the result of illusion magic, which is interesting because there's debate between like, do these things really exist or are all they just illusion? You know, like right. the skeptics in this in this world are like, oh, it's just illusion magic. That's all. It's just they're just made to look creepy with magic <laughs> as opposed to no, these are actually summoned from a, a realm of oblivion. So I like I like that there's some debate there. Um, uh, it finishes up and says. Hollowjack style armor and weapons are crafted using pumpkin, black hawthorn, and amber marble. And this is very much an in-game thing that you would collect these in order to craft. Yes, some of amber these marble being items. the um, uh, material style. If you want to craft the in-game motif mm-hmm. style that you get from the um, witches festival event, it would be amble, amble, amber marble that is the actual item that you collect to, to craft any of these pieces of gear in this style right right so let's get a little bit more into the details here about holojack specifically um of course he is a unique greater daedra or also known as a pumpkin specter because of his appearance who derives supernatural power by metaphysically and i love this way the way this is phrased here feeding on the terrified whispers of all men in myrrh who are driven by fear to pray for divine intervention what (laughs) that is intense (laughs) so okay so the image i have here is somebody going to like the temple of the eight because they've been tormented by something maybe maybe hollow jack himself or some other daedra or just some terrible thing that's happened in the world and they're sitting there praying to the divines under their breath praying because they're so afraid and by doing this they're not only praying to the divines themselves the ones who genuinely are more in favor of men and myrrh and helping uh, but also are feeding hollowjack which is (laughs) just wonderful and terrifying all at the same time that is um that is a verbose description Uh (laughs) it's uh, yeah that is it's just very funny that's just that is an intense description of that whole situation it's like once you know this you start wondering like okay do is this do i go to the temple and whisper my (laughs) prayers or is this like should i stop being terrified how do i stop being terrified how right how does that even work is there a way to making it worse by me trying to make it better right right is there a way to undo this in some way um it goes on it says it is in this moment of dread that hollowjack appears speaking softly or in whispers from a mouth full of long sharp teeth in order to carry out his fear feeding he has long slender and agile fingers tipped with sharp talons that can slash or puncture by which uh, but which are usually used to gently emphasize what the voice behind them is saying <laughs> he's flashing his hands in front of him while he talks <laughs> every year during the witches festival on the 13th of frostfall the portals between Nern and detritus open as such hollowjack is closely associated with that festival and it has become tradition t- for celebrants to masquerade as hollowjack during that the event hollowjack style armor and weapons are crafted um there is a long literary tradition of personal accounts and folktales detailing the mortal victims of hollowjack who were driven mad with fear due to repeated visitations from the daedra the sigic order have gathered a collection of these accounts as part of their studies on oblivion and categorized these individuals as hollowjack's haunted 
In Nibine folklore, Hollowjack has a connection to house cats. This is creepy, too. In the case of houses where the owner was murdered, Hollowjack is said to send the spirit of the owner's cat back to haunt the house and torment the killer. And this is an actual uh, pet you can get in the game. You can get yep. a... Uh, a ghost cat you can get ghosts of a few different things that you can use as pets um, or mounts even there's some ghostly looking mounts uh, but specifically the ghost cats in the store or the the packs that you can open are specifically house cats who have come back to haunt their masters uh, houses <laughs> so you can bring one of those around with you if you uh, think that that's not too creepy to have followed yeah, you that's around. not super weird to you <laughs> yeah for some reason right right <laughs> uh cubs dolphins fan in chat says oh my god i hate that haunted cats <laughs> yes yes um it goes on and says uh, uh jack bears some similarities to jack o the hollow a malevolent spirit said to haunt a hidden hollow in rivenspire on the night of the Witches' Festival, Jack O. the Hollow curses riders all across Tamriel to ride headless throughout the night, clutching a carved pumpkin atop their mount. So there may be some connection to that because it's it's similar, or it may just be coincidence because of the time of year and the kinds of things going on. So that's um, that's Hollow Jack for you. The, the other thing that really gets me, Lotus, is that he he seems to pick. Um, an individual and haunt them and return until they are driven mad he doesn't just like randomly appear to somebody and then maybe appear to somebody else so much as he picks a target and mm -hmm. then just drives Torments that person to torm insanity yeah dri drives them to insanity and then once that person's insane or maybe and picks dozens of people and drives them to insanity you know just jumping back and forth between them and giving them time to rest and and recoup a little bit and then reappearing and driving them mad again so mm -hmm. so fun fun creepy stuff um now the thing about this is that so let's talk let's talk real world right in the real world and being i'm i'm very i'm a very skeptical person you know, ghosts don't make a whole lot of sense to me like first of all if you are disconnected physically from the earth then how do you even stay on the earth because the earth is hurtling <laughs> through space at millions of miles per hour so ghosts would just fly Details. off the planet right it doesn't make any sense but assuming that you are in a world where there are ghosts that's scary enough this idea that like okay the spirit of somebody who died of horrible death is haunting your house or something like that right that's pretty darn creepy but when you raise it to the level of greater daedra that this is a powerful godlike being whose sole existence is based around feeding off of the fears of people in order to gain strength and maintain their existence that becomes like a whole nother level of like terror yeah um it is it's it's funny because there's similarities obviously as the world of the elder scrolls and tamriel has parallels to real world because it's usually based on something and some of the parallels are pretty strong um and you can look at the way this is done as just like a how do we do a holiday tie-in to make this fun in game right or right of course there could be more to this overall because it, it's something that they planned along the way. I actually was looking this up while you were reading that um, because when you mentioned the uh, potential connection to Jack O'Hollow, mm -hmm. um, and I, I was incorrect in what I was looking up, uh, but it's something worth noting just because of the whole Halloween vibe that we have going. Sure. Um, I actually was curious if he had a name. Um, he does not, but Here's your little bit of trivia. If you are to go back to Elder Scrolls uh, V Skyrim, which is not the current game, but rather the last game, um, there is also a ghost headless horseman in Elder yeah. Scrolls Skyrim. Yep. Um, and I was curious. I was like, wait, is that directly? It's not. It, so that's what I was curious on. I was actually just checking to see if it was Jack O'Hall. I was like, wait, but uh -huh. that wasn't Rivenspire. So I was like, I'm not sure that that's what they meant but for anybody interested yeah there there's just um there's a headless horseman specter 
prior to it just being an event as well. Um, it, I mean, it's a world event in Skyrim itself. Um, but if you go to, I believe it's, uh, it looks like Hamvir's Rest, mm-hmm. um, he, he could be roaming around the area. So these types of ghostly connections, stuff like that, that they have in game aren't just for the sake of well let's add them for the sake of adding them because it's an mmo and it's a living world type of thing these have always kind of had little nods in the in the design of the series so it's kind of neat yeah hauntings and ghosts and and right uh, fake hauntings i mean there there are quest lines in some of the previous games where somebody thinks they're being haunted but they really aren't they're actually not yeah but then there's things where they are and then like yeah this stuff happens Um, a lot in these games yeah and i mean ghosts are not out of the realm of existence you know just in the in this realm you constantly communicate with them and you can look back through the past and you know interact with them so it's neat having a it's funny to refer to ghosts as concrete but it's neat (laughs) having a concrete version of these specters that they have as like a thing that's it exists in our world people are going to say they do and people are going to say they don't Mm -hmm. regardless of that in the Elder Scrolls, it's just like, okay, well, it's there. No, like, they, they do. <laughs> they're this there. is a thing. Like, yes. This is a thing. You, <laughs> do, you don't have to have debate over it. It's just there. And um, I, I actually really just like the, the Holojack vibe that he has going because it fits pretty well with all of the reach magic that I made reference to like earlier where it's just, yeah. I don't know, that's, it's kind of neat and it seems like it fits with that pretty well whether or not they mean for that to be the case i don't know but it it i don't know it it feels right in that in that sense right yeah and as a callback to that um the the reach magic was not magic uh in the same way that say the uh the, the elven line of magic was yeah. like sophisticated yeah, magic it's it's for very sure. much uh blood and nature magic yeah um, hedge magic's a whole hedge different magic beast. it's a, it's yeah it, and and a lot of times that magic do it comes from connection to the daedra it's mm-hmm. it's maybe even the origin of that power is in some yep. way connected to the daedra so it would make sense that that um yeah that, that that's connected um it's also that time of year where things just get darker longer you know earlier and there's yep. just more darkness in general so that idea that that like that can play on just a, a person's natural state of mind you know the, right. the moving to the darker seasons of the year and um <laughs> more time at night and those kinds yeah, of things nights it's, get longer days get shorter it's yeah. like if that whole darkness vibe already wears on you, it's like, well, it would make sense that if there is a Daedric Lord that preys on that, this would be yeah. his time to shine, so to speak, because it's going to be more time to make people, you know, have to deal with that type of deal. Frost falls when I, I assume that since their calendar has a lot of similarities, I would assume their seasonal shifts are probably similar. I guess probably I've never similar. really looked that up specifically, but yeah. one would assume that they probably would also have the same rotational based, but I mean, I guess they're, we don't, you know, we don't that's, really that's know for sure. Yeah. This is, this is a, like the, the, the shape of uh, Mundus, yeah, like, like well, all of that. They're not. Yeah. Right. I'm like, we uh, don't, well, we don't Mundus really know. doesn't direct suns their holes into, okay. Yeah. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, that part gets a little complex, but it, it does yeah. seem like their seasons are similar to say earth seasons uh, being on yes. the Northern hemisphere. Um, for sure. But yeah, that seems to be where we're at. All right. Well, I think this is a good time to jump to the middle of the show and then we'll, we'll come back and finish the, the discussion in a little bit. Sounds good. The skies are marked with numberless sparks, each a fire and every one a sign. Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. 
We hope you check us out. Thanks. So thank you, of course, every week. I have to say thank you to our patrons for supporting the show and for just being there in order to make sure that we can keep doing this week after week. You guys are what helps continue things moving forward and your financial assistance is greatly appreciated. If you are interested in helping to support the show and checking out the kinds of stuff you can get for supporting the show, check out patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast where you can find everything from the lower tiers giving you early access to episodes and uh, ad free episodes and those kinds of things to the higher tiers getting you a spot on the end of the month patron episode where you can join us and chat with us about whatever topic comes up that month and every Every month we decide a new topic based on what our patrons want to talk about. We throw some ideas out there and then we come up with something and we chat about it. And I know sometimes and I've heard conversations on the discord, people saying things like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I'm, I'm a little too shy. I don't know if I could do that. It would be stressful. Don't don't be shy. Uh, Lotus and I are just regular dudes. We just like to play video games and we talk into microphones more often than other people do. That's the only difference yeah. between us and you. Um, so. We would love, in fact, I love hearing other people's perspectives on the lore and on the world and these games that we play because I learn something every time. And it's one of the th- one of the reasons why I look forward to these episodes uh, every every month. And, um, you know, honestly, I've made friends with so many people because of this as well. So it is a really, really cool thing. So if you're considering helping to support the show, that's one way you can do it. Other things that you can do are to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast you're listening to. If, they, if it gives you the ability to leave reviews on the future episode after the end of the month episode, I'll be reading through the new reviews. And then also, you know what? The best thing you absolutely can do to help us out is to just tell your friends that 100 percent. I mean, that's a thousand times more effective than anything I'm going to do to help to promote the show on social media or even paying for advertising, which I don't um, just tell your friends. If you have friends who enjoy these games, just say, hey, listen to the show. I think it's really cool. I think you'll enjoy it as well. Um, also, we also have some deals from uh, the sponsors of the shows on the Robots Radio Network. All of us have these same sponsors, including audiobooks.com. And we're giving away three free books on audiobooks.com just for you being a listener of the show. All you have to do is g- look in the links in the show notes underneath the player on YouTube or in the show notes on the audio podcast and you will find a link that will take you to a page where you can claim three free audiobooks. You just have to sign up and claim them. It's absolutely that easy and they have everything, everything that I've looked for, including the Elder Scrolls books that we've talked about previously on the show and a bunch of other really cool fantasy and sci-fi books and all sorts of things. It's a great way to listen to books and get them, you know, in your brain when you're commuting or working out or at work, if you can do that while while you're at work, um, as opposed to you know spending time in the evenings reading when you'd rather be playing a video game or something. So it, I think it's a, a wonderful thing. So go check that out. It helps support the show. There's also uh, things in there for other sponsors, things like Loot Crate. You get percentages off Loot Crate crates and and groups of crates. There's uh, Green Man Gaming, Gamefly, and NordVPN. There's deals for all of those. So if you're interested in any of that stuff, go check out the links in the show notes. All right, let's get back to the rest of the show. Yes, yes, you're entirely brilliant. Conquering madness and all that. Blah, 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 blah. All right, so we're back. Um, Lotus, I want to close out our section about Hollowjack with, and I've done this on previous episodes before. I talk about this pretty regularly. Let's let's put let's put ourselves and our listeners into the position of being haunted. And this is gonna. This is, some people are probably gonna turn off the podcast at this point. You are currently <laughs> being haunted by Hollowjack. Sid, I'm out. <laughs> right. Okay. He shows up. You go. You go to your like weekly. You know. You are. You are an Advent uh, worshiper of the eight divines or the nine divines, depending on what era you're in in Tamriel, and if you do or don't believe in Talos, and you go right. to the worship. Answer is nine divines. Right. Right. Of course. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you you go to do your worship, and you're a little bit scared of something and that little tinge of fear in your voice gets Hollowjack's attention and that night he shows up when you're not expecting it and he teases you with some fear a little bit and he disappears what do you do what's what is the best recourse in this situation how do you how do you manage maybe you've heard of Hollowjack before maybe you even know somebody who was driven mad with fear what do you do to make sure you are not driven mad with fear? And let me let me reiterate, 
this in this world this is a very real threat yeah this, this is, is a as real, real option <laughs> this is as real as being say hunted by a tiger in the wilderness right like if you do not respond appropriately you will be driven mad with fear and sucked into his plane of existence where you will be i don't know you'll have the fear sucked out of you for the rest of your life or eternity <laughs> or whatever that turns into how do you make sure that doesn't happen so from my perspective, which is probably not going to be many people's perspective, but um, in this situation, if, if you're throwing like, okay, there's the potential for, you know, this to, this to inevitably drive me insane because that's what he feeds off of. Right. Um, this is just the initial moment where you are starting to be afraid that this is a thing that's going to start happening and right. you still have your sanity. So even though you're afraid, you can still make decisions that, that could affect the way this goes. Yeah. So my, my theory with the nine divines is very rarely does praying to the nine divines actually seem to amount to helping anybody. <laughs> it does seem to be the case. Yes, it does seem to be the case. So uh, as anybody who actually knows uh, any of my ridiculous stuff, including my emotes and anything, I am going straight to Daedra worship to try to guard me from this. <laughs> um, specifically, look, I am convinced that Hermaeus Mora is going to keep me safe in the situation. I mean, granted, I might go insane from different reasons dealing with him. But at least if I could align myself with a stronger entity than Hollowjack himself, I think I'll have to take that gamble. And since Daedra so often interact with the um, denizens of Tamriel. Yeah. Whereas the nine divines, man, if you get any type of response, you better consider yourself crazy lucky. Because it's like once in an age of age of the world, I, <laughs> like once really in an era, is, they, they where, show up and do something. Yeah, I know. Whereas if you drop a bag of, you know, books on the ground, you got two Daedric princes trying to make a bargain with you for your soul and stuff like that. So right, right. I, I got to go. Since since we mentioned it was like Holojack's a Daedric Lord, I, I'm going to have to just go with like a, if I've somehow ended up on this guy's radar, I've got to try to go higher up the chain to keep myself <laughs> probably not safe. But so do you go to Vermina <laughs> and and try that route? Uh, fragile mean, fragile oh. shark in chat just wrote Lotus paying protection money to Periite for the foreseeable future. <laughs> That'd just give me a case of the sniffles yeah, and then yeah. i'd probably go insane <laughs> he would just get like herpes or something <laughs> He'd be like ah so, crap <laughs> i mean my go-to is always hermaeus morrow which is the running joke because you know he she it i, I there's no gender to hermaeus morrow yeah it's, it's do a you think the forbidden lump. knowledge will help you in this case or i would figure that there's in those stacks of forbidden knowledge, there's got to be something there that's going to get me out of this bind mm -hmm. with this dude. Cause like it's got to be hidden in there somewhere. Vermina, I feel like you would just trade. <laughs> you just need one problem for another. <laughs> yeah. You just trade the immediate problem yeah. of like, okay, yeah. well, if I'm praying, there's a chance I'm going to be like haunted and tormented until I go insane. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll trade that up so that I'll only go insane anytime I try to go to sleep. <laughs> like, right, right. That's not better. It's eh, not better. Um, or like Clavicus yeah. Vile would make you a deal, but yeah, it's probably not going to be good. Right. As long as I had plenty of caffeine to stay on my A game and maybe like outsmart him, but he's, mm -hmm. that's what he lives for. I don't see a direct influence with a bunch of them because it's not, you know. Yeah. What about somebody like Azura? Azura? That's what I was going to say. Azura. Well, I guess Azura could always keep it daytime for me. Just perpetually have it be okay. dawn. All right. that, that might be a little uplifting. I, I guess. All right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe something like maybe that. Just go to but live, like, live in her, in her realm. Yeah. To protect but, you. but it, like even somebody that you would consider falsely, but consider uh, a good Daedra like um, Meridia, She's not dealing like Holojack isn't necessarily undead. Right, so right. there's no direct conflict there. Oh yeah. 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 So he's not like, he is not a specter that has died and come back to haunt you. It, 
Exactly. Right. I mean, maybe her ghost, maybe his ghost cat is. Yeah, but maybe the ghost cat smiting is. Smiting the ghost cat. It's like, well, this isn't going to really, I don't think the ghost cat was really what was doing me in here. So right, right. I would, yeah, my play would have to be to try to go higher up the chain of power to try to like, hey, protect me from this horrible thing, I would guess. Because um, otherwise, I don't, I don't know how mortals are going to dig themselves out of this because the act of being afraid mm-hmm. is what's going to give him more power over you. Right. So even if you overcome your fear, the fact that you have that fear is empowering him. So right, right. Well, okay. Without, so what if what if we go with this? Yeah. I've got I've got a kind of a side idea here. What if you have a group of people that you can surround yourself with? So what if okay. what if you turn this from like I'm going to bed at night by myself? And oh my god, this thing shows up and haunts me, you know, until I go insane. To I'm going to surround myself with, uh, you know, or like, what, what if you hire the Mages Guild and you get to sleep in the Mages Guild and you hire them as as protectors? And okay, there, you know, you have somebody on watch every night. So when Hollowjack appears, you have powerful magical. They put you in a little protective ward. They put you in a ward, or they you know, cast some spell that banishes him back into oblivion or, mm-hmm. uh, or the fact that he is actually a Daedric being means that he, he could be vulnerable to spells or combat. I mean, maybe they could take him on. Like he's not a Daedric Lord. I mean, he's not like a Prince. I'm sure he's still very right. powerful, but if you had a group that wasn't afraid of him, he might just nope out and be like, all right, you guys aren't afraid. This is not my. This is not how I play this game. I'm not messing with you anymore. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see that being that. The only thing is, I mean, that might cost Mages a lot of Guild money. Is, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was gonna say. Is that that is gonna get expensive because the Mages Guild is not a. Uh, cheap alternative to much uh right. they may be able to solve a lot of things but it's all about that bottom dollar or, a lot of times in or the sigils what if you what if you approach the city well how do you even get hold of the sigils i was gonna say, say how you would have, you even get a hold of this all right let's so say you say have you a have connection direct, to the you got an 800 number 1-800 right. sigic right it. you got a connection to the sigils and you're like hey you guys want to study this guy i got some i got some stuff for you you can study him like one-on-one <laughs> he's gonna come haunt me again you guys want to come over <laughs> come on over my place <laughs> There's nothing yeah, better than I, like firsthand experience. That's that's true. And I mean, to be fair, I guess if you had some line to that, they would also be interested um, in, you know, what with the Sigic's eternal, I, I'd say quest, but almost like eternal lust for knowledge, because that's mm-hmm. kind of all they're doing mm-hmm. is trying to know all things all the time. Uh, they might actually see that as mutually beneficial because they could learn whatever the situation is from from hollowjack himself depending upon how much they actually already know of him mm-hmm. yep yeah coming over my place sigic and, and chill sigic and yeah. and chill, and Fragile, chill. Fragile shark. i think we need a new show every time we do a show we have another idea for a t-shirt if, if anybody yeah. is listening and they want to design a sigic and chill shirt for us sigic <laughs> and chill then please do that's good oh man i will get that made i'll send you a copy of the shirt perfect. <laughs> if, you, if you donate the art to us uh for a t-shirt yep. um perfect <laughs> sigic and chill if i get more than one then i'll have to I'll have to pick obviously you can't just do like an well maybe you could do like an ms paint <laughs> of it i was just thinking like the netflix logo but instead it just says Sigic. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just some like cubes on the side, just a couple ice cubes. Sigic and chill. It's Sigic like, and chill. There you go. It yeah. writes itself. It writes itself. Awesome. All right. Well, I'd love to hear anybody else's perspectives on this. Like, how are you going to protect yourself from Holojack? Um, it's, it, it is quite a conundrum being in a world where these yeah. things are real, as real as, you know, that tiger that would be hunting you in the jungle. So, right. Uh, yeah, definitely something to be aware of. Yeah, so, having a looming specter just existing in the world, potentially choosing you to feed on your fear, right, is an extra level of fear that you just live with throughout your daily yeah. life once you find out this thing exists. How do you tell your kids, like, that's fine, just go back to sleep, 
It's, it's nothing, nothing to worry about. Yeah. When you know, Don't worry about him, like, because if you worry about him, he'll take your soul. It's like... <laughs> right. Right. I mean, that is horrifying. Like, at least with a tiger, you go, don't worry. You know, like, even if you're like a, a primitive human culture, you're like, okay, we have our village. We have the fire. We keep the fire going. Keeps the tigers away. Tigers yep. are afraid of fire. Don't worry. We're protecting you. You're going to be fine. Right? Like, you've got some reasonable response to that. But in this world, it's like... Sorry, there's nothing we can do to make sure that evil Daedra don't just show up in your bedroom at night. <laughs> Sleep well. <laughs> yep. Hopefully they don't decide that you're one of their targets. That's the best you can hope for. Blind yeah. luck. Good luck. All right. <laughs> well, I think I think that about does it for this <laughs> for this episode. Uh, guys, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. So please send them to us on Twitter or on the Discord. Uh, jump in and let us know. Um, um the only thing I would say, I guess, just for anybody who actually plays the game before we jump oh, yeah. out, yeah, yeah. is the actual Wishes Festival that, that that we've referenced a couple times is coming up. Um, this year, it starts uh, Thursday, October 22nd uh, mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and runs until Tuesday, November 3rd at 10 Eastern Time as well. Um, so if you play ESO, there's kind of like your little news bit. To, yeah. Feel free to jump in. Um, um, you get a hundred percent XP boost for drinking from this cauldron. Yes, and absolutely awesome. You, yeah, double XP always great. Um, helps you level up. Helps you uh, get your skills maxed out so that you can be more efficient. Um, and then anytime you kill event bosses, which event bosses in Elder Scrolls Online or any boss, when you look at their health bar, uh, they're more elaborate. They'll have like. Um, gold etchings and it's fancy. almost like a fancy bars. yeah they're, they're fancier around the health bar <laughs> but named enemies specifically are the easiest way to get them at the end of dungeons trials uh any of that stuff delves they will drop a plunder skull which can give you all sorts of holiday goodies uh housing materials crafting materials all that good stuff uh there are event tickets as well for um dropping your first boss of the day which you can use then to buy all sorts of other stuff without actually spending real money but in-game goodies and the final indric formation which is demonic looking is coming up so yeah <laughs> lots demonic of, looking. Uh, lots, nice <laughs> yeah lots of halloween based stuff if you happen to play elder scrolls online coming right around the corner very cool yeah it's a good time of year to be playing and it's one of those things that I, I missed out on last year and just caught the end of it. So I definitely need to be jumping back in. Um, one of the things I've been debating doing is uh, creating a new character. And we talked about this on the last episode, running through the content again from the very beginning and then documenting it and putting it on the show as, as these like play, you know, gameplay episodes like I was doing with uh, with the, the uh, Graymore expansion. Um, mm-hmm. So that that could be fun. Uh, it could be a good time to start it, too, because of the XP boost. So. Cool. Awesome stuff. Um, Lotus, you have a very cool thing going on this weekend that we need to bring up just in case people can get this episode or watch it soon enough to jump in and check it out. Yeah. um, For anybody who um, hasn't already heard, um, those of us over at the other podcast that I am a host (laughs) on. The other podcast. Yeah, because it I, sounds like uh, we don't say the name. It's Tales of Tamriel. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> we say, say over the Tales name. of Tamriel, the, the other podcast, podcast with which name we don't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Yeah. Well, most people aren't on multiple podcasts, but I don't know how to pace myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tell tell but, me about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're the master of not know how, knowing how to pace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what um, my, my wife calls me. Whoa. Yeah, it's oh, no. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> this weekend, actually, um, starting on Friday, uh, October 16th at 6 p.m., um, myself and the other two hosts of Tales of Tamriel, uh, Hyperpixie Gaming and um, Arcaneer are joining together and we are doing a 48 hour charity marathon for Extra Life, which is is for the children's miracle network hospitals which are um it's it's a cause i've long been in favor of and at the same time we um kick it off we have tons of giveaways we're actually going to do a post about it tomorrow for anybody who follows any of that junk on twitter uh, but just for anybody listening to this we have 
torch bugs uh the pets in game for eso we have physical collector's coins which are sitting next to me we have oh, they're good more. they're cool they're like they're very solid neat. they're very chunky they're nice and big yep yeah. um if you throw a whole bag of them at somebody you can probably take out an intruder pretty easily that's what we need um, to do to holojack just a lot just like some <laughs> that's them. Need more coins <laughs> it's like a um, bag of coins upside the head what else is there? Uh, we have crowns, uh, crown packs. All of this has been provided directly from Zenimax Online Studios, which is very nice of them to do it's for very us. Cool, because, yeah. yeah, they they do a lot with charity, so it's it's very nice of them. Uh, shout out to Gina Bruno who gave me all this stuff. Um, the other thing is, besides the torch bugs and all of this, um, if you are curious about trying Elder Scrolls Online. Maybe the whole MMO thing hasn't been your gig or any of that stuff. We also have a bunch of game codes, just straight up the code to the game. Yeah. With, um, the chapter elsewhere, which is the one prior to the most recent update. Um, we have game codes that we will be also be giving away. Um, all money raised goes directly to the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. But if you just want to hang out and keep us company because that matters more than you think it might um, when you're trying to stay awake for excessively long periods of time playing games. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Just come and hang out, leave a tab open for us if you get the chance um, because the giveaways are based on milestones where we're not, it's not tethered to you need to donate to get gifts. We just want to have fun and make it a fun event and do as much good as we can at the same time. So you don't feel, please don't feel obligated if you can't. Um, this year has been tough for all of us. So yeah, yeah. don't, don't strap yourself thin. Uh, obviously if you're able to help, that's greatly appreciated, but spreading the word and hanging out with us is that keep, keeps keep me them way awake. more entertained. Keep yeah. Them awake. I have, just as much fun on stream talking to people as doing anything. So that will be starting at 6 p.m. tomorrow night, Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time, depending upon what section we're in, because it, whatever, uh, <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> and uh, my shift specifically will be from uh, 6 a.m. Eastern to 2 a.m., it looks like, is my 20-hour shift. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm over at Lotus of Doom on Twitch and Twitter. So if you want to swing by, um, that's going to pretty much be the entirety of our weekend. It should be a lot of fun. So swing by support a great cause and uh have some fun maybe win a gift while you're at it yeah awesome awesome stuff uh, this is a, a, something i always jump in to help uh at least, oh yeah at least cheer you on and, and well, make funny comments <laughs> i was gonna say last year i believe it was your suggestion that got us to <laughs> into the situation where it was donated <laughs> that i go into first person mode while doing <laughs> pvp in the imperial city and then people donated oh, to make man. me because yes. they were getting sick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, so first, you can play Elder Scrolls Online in first person, and it works pretty good, especially if you're doing just, like, PvE stuff through the adventures and, yeah. like, questing interacting. great. Questing, talking to characters. like the normal games. It feels like a lot like Skyrim or, or whatever. You're just kind of, you're right there, and right in, you're seeing somebody right in front of you, you're, you're fighting things right in front of you, but when you're in a dungeon and things are happening all around your character, it's, it's so hard to do first person. You oh, need to be yeah. zoomed out so you can see what's going on all over the, all over the area that you're in, uh, and what, you know, where the zones are that you need to be dodging out of and all that stuff um but <laughs> so throwing lotus into first person in the midst of that <laughs> was just chaos it was just like stuff on the screen and like and lotus is like whipping around trying to figure out where to oh, go and yeah miserable it was it was great it, <laughs> it was it was terrible and great all at the same time well i'm glad that worked and got you some extra donations to make you stop. absolutely yeah, we're we're off to a great start for not actually starting the event so far. I was just telling you um, beforehand that including what we donated to Extra Life United, uh, we're already at five hundred plus raised for the year. So it's like that's that's great. really awesome to see in such a rough year when we haven't actually done anything yet. I mean, I streamed somewhat on my own, but it's like, we haven't actually done the marathon yet. So thank you to everybody who has already helped so much. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, 
definitely tune in this weekend. Uh, and if you're listening to this and you're, it's still part of the weekend, then you know, check it out. See if you can, can't catch you know, any of them still playing. Um, and you know, it's, a, it's a great thing to support if you can do that as well. So very cool stuff. Um, I'm doing all the regular stuff I'm doing over at uh, robotsradio.net, twitch.tv slash robotsradio, and the Robots Radio YouTube channel. And things are still going how they've been going. We've got some new stuff to talk about on the Cyberpunk Lorecast this weekend. I'll be posting stuff up about that. I think we might be moving that to Sunday nights from Saturday nights so that I actually get like a two-day weekend. That would be nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> Weekends so, are lovely. So I'm not just like doing podcasts <laughs> every day of the week um so that would be cool uh <laughs> so yeah c- come check that out uh cyberpunk's gonna be awesome it comes out in almost a month from now uh we're talking about that we're talking about fallout stuff on the fallout lore cast on mondays the fallout hub on tuesdays and dungeons and dragons lore cast on wednesdays so if you're into any of those other games and the starfield lore cast just launched we had our first episode this Tuesday of the Starfield Lorecast where we talked about I don't know how you do it. The things that we know <laughs> and the things that we don't know, which we are calling Star Facts <laughs> or Space Facts. Nice. But uh, yeah, we don't really know a whole lot. So there's a lot of speculation going on. But it was a super hilarious time. Me and Dave Chaffins, and we also had Tune uh, from Tuneversal. He's a, a, a Twitch streamer. Um, Tune's great. Tune's great. Yeah, the three of us. Uh, Tune drew up some MS Paint drawings for us of things that he thinks are going to be in the game which were absolutely hilarious and you can check those out on the robots radio youtube channel um but we'll be up on all the podcatchers very very soon apple always takes like a week or two to get us up on their their thing when you launch a new show but that should be up very very soon uh so go look for that as well i think you're going to find it's hilarious it's not going to be a regular weekly show until we of course start getting some actual legitimate information to talk about but it'll be something that we drop every few weeks every month or so up until that point so that's what was the todd quote uh there's an a surprising amount of hype around Starfield for how little anybody knows about the actual game. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's just everybody's been waiting for so long for the next mainline Bethesda game to come out. You know, mm-hmm. we've got we've got um, you know uh, Elder Scrolls Online, and we've got Fallout seventy six, and we've got all these other games. You know, like uh, you know the the other properties that they do, but everybody knows that the big ones are like the big Elder Scrolls game and the big Fallout game and the the main studio doing their next game. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of hype for it. So, right. Yeah. Jonesy confirmed. Yes. Uh, Fragile mm. Shark <laughs> notes. Jonesy. Con- Jonesy is uh, hints. You should go listen to the episode. There are the letters I N S O J in one of the screenshots that leaked. And if you reverse that, it says Jonesy. And so Jonesy <laughs> will be the name of all of our characters when we start playing the game. And if there's any way that you can actually create a guild or something in the game, it's probably not going to be multiplayer uh, based on. Yeah, the, I would assume it's single. Right. Based on what Tom Howard had said. But if for, mm-hmm. for some reason there's a multiplayer element, you can put a guild together or whatever. We will be the Jonesy guild and we'll only let people in the guild who are named Jonesy. Um, nice. That's one of the jokes. Uh, so go, go listen to the show. I think you guys will enjoy it. All right. I think we're done for today's episode. We will be back next week. And until until next week, Lotus chat listeners at home uh be careful (laughs) don't if a pumpkin-faced specter shows up in your room at night then maybe we are in tamriel so just be a little bit more careful (laughs) about how you handle things and uh hit them on the side of the head with a sack full of uh coins that you get from the there you go from the stream this weekend so there you go also i love you too dave chaffins i realized i said tune rules but (laughs) dave Dave rules too dave rules too all right we'll see you guys next week (laughs) later Thanks for listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks or Zenimax Studios, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please reach out to us at Lorecast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ESO Lorecast. If you'd like to help support the show, check out the rewards you can get at patreon.com slash Lorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. Thanks to our patrons for support, especially our Tier 5 patrons, including Noodle Al Dente. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? 
Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are Dragon Breaks? How does Chim work? Where did the Dwemer go? And more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. traffic and weather. Welp, looks like almost everyone's still dead, so traffic is at a standstill. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. But hey, if that's your thing, whatever! So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody-two-shoes, definitely not raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double-ug, they're not paying me enough for this. Till later.